want to thank you. It's a very rainy, 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 horrible, horrible day here in New York City. In the city. It is raining. I'm starting actually uh, 45 seconds earlier than I normally do because I just want to do that. Because this is one of my favorite topics. And let me see if you can follow me. Let me first of all welcome, give you a hearty hello on Ohio Silver and let you know that if ever you have questions that you want to get right to the top of the line, we thank you for your support and we have Super Chat available for you. That's right, Super Chat. That's your ignition switch to immediate attention. Oh, yes. Support the channel, which we appreciate. And it says to you, hey, hey. I support this. I like this. I give a, I give something back, and we thank you for that. We thank you for that. So, Lionel Nation members, you get priority. It's the way it should be. I don't remember where I was or how old I was. But I remember a match one time that was so important as a young, as, as a kid. It was... Professional wrestling match. Bear with me. It was Eddie Graham against the great Malenko, Boris Malenko, the great Larry Simon, probably one of the greatest heels ever. Great wrestler. Great, great, great wrestler. Uh, Trainer to Carl Gotch. Uh, And there I was as a kid, and I believe I, I. This is where sometimes memories... We might have been at the Sportatorium itself, this little little, tiny place. And my father and I, that was our thing. We we loved it. That was our time together. That was our thing. And growing up in Tampa, we didn't have any real sports. They didn't have the Buccaneers yet and all that stuff. So this was it. And Boris Malenko, he would come up with this eye. His, his eye would close. Great heel. Great wrestler against Eddie Graham. They always said Eddie Graham had one of the hardest punches ever. Eddie Graham tragically committed suicide with his sons. Anyway, anyway. During the course of it, Boris Malenko loses his teeth, his false teeth, and Eddie Graham smashes them. Smashes them. I couldn't believe what I was saying. Can this be happening? That's the man's teeth. The horror. What, what? And I looked around and I realized this is brilliant. I knew even then. You know, you realize, okay, this is the fact that they're not calling the police, the fact that my father is not running in and shielding my eyes. It must be legit. I never, ever forgot what it did to the crowd. There, there's no event like this where you go to, where you go to a Broadway play and you scream and you yell, but never, not, not like this. There was a time uh, years ago, Gordon Soli, the great Gordon Soli, and, and I was knew what was going on. I was Smee's art, as we say. And then later, one time, Gordon Soli was doing. He had, it was Billy Jack Haynes. Billy Jack Haynes was this. Really, he it was the time of Billy Jack. He had the helmet, the, the the hat, and all that. Anyway, and he came out, and this was the this was the angle. See if you can figure this one out. There was something called the Florida Sheriff's Boys Ranch. And girls' villa. The boys had a ranch. Florida sheriffs, boys' ranch, and girls' villa. They had a little villa, but the boys had a ranch. So Gordon's at the mic. He's the announcer. Here's Billy Jack Haynes. He says, Gordon, yes, Billy Jack, I'm about to wrestle this match, and I want you to know that I um, appeared today at a wonderful event at the Florida Sheriff's Boys Ranch. And I met a little boy, the little, little Timmy, Timmy uh, Splitsky, who, who gave me this lamp. And this lamp means a lot to him. This lamp was given to him by his mother and before his mother. And I thought, oh, no, no. Because I'm thinking, I see where this is going. He's like, oh, no. No, not Billy Splitsky. Not with a, not, not, not with a lamp. And Gordon, this little boy, gave me this lamp and said he's a big fan and loves me and I love him. And Billy, this is for you, my friend, little little Billy Splitsky. And I'm Billy Jack Haynes. And this is for you. And this is for you. 
So, Gord, if you don't mind, could you just keep an eye on this and make sure it's safe? Because I'm going to be in there wrestling, and I wouldn't want to see anything bad happen to this. Of course, Billy Jack, you've got my word. Great. Now, there he is, incredible competitor, both inside and out of the ring, Billy Jack Haynes. And as Billy is in the in the uh, ring dispatching his job boy, his jobber, the man who was enlisted to Dennis Stamp was one of those always Pepe Gomez, always the one who lost. Whenever Andre the Giant came to town, they brought in Pepe Gomez, who would lose. This guy's three feet tall, and Andre would swallow him. Anyway, so as he's in there, here comes the heel, the bad guy. So, Gordon, is this the lamp? Is this the precious lamp from Billy Splitsky? Huh? Is that it? Is this your precious lamp? Give that to me. Now, you give that back. No, Gordon. What are you going to do? Take it from me? I'm a heel. I weigh 300 pounds. You're nothing. Billy Jack gets a look of this. He goes, no. 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 He turns to the audience, always begging. No. No. Don't break the lamp. Is this your lamp? The one from the orphan kid? Yes. No, please. Of course, Billy could get out of the ring and immediately try to address this problem. But no. No, he's in the ring because that's where the camera is. And, of course, invariably, he takes the, 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 the lamp and smashes it. And, of course, his kid goes into cardiac arrest at the hospital. Whatever. Okay. Stop. Why do you think they did that? Because it tapped into something and nobody asks why. Yeah, but, but, but they knew it wasn't real. It doesn't matter. They knew it wasn't real. It doesn't matter. It's better that it's not real. Maybe maybe they're allowed to lose their minds because it's not real. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's not real. It didn't happen. But people want to believe this. If you want to understand politics, show business, life, anything, look at what people react to, why they react to it, how they react to it. Do you understand this? Do you follow what I'm saying? Have you heard the story of one Stephen Crowder, this is beautiful, versus Candace Owens? This came out a day or two before. I only bring this up in terms of the the, the the moral of the story, I don't want to go through the specifics of it, but let me give you this story, this angle. The angle is what's important to the work. You got to understand this. Stephen Crowder is very popular. He's a conservative type. He has this thing, prove me wrong. He's a very popular, quote, conservative type on a very streaming platforms, and a lot of people don't like him because he's popular. People don't like him within uh, the conservative of, of, you know, uh, media movement and elsewhere. Okay, fine. There's a ring camera at his home, and his wife, who was, quote, very pregnant. I think you're very pregnant upon conception. But they mean abdomen distended, obviously showing, that kind of thing. She's there barefoot, barefoot and pregnant. And there's a ring camera. It's picking this up. Crowder's in his backyard, or there's their patio. They called it, used to call it the lanai. Well, it's not really a lanai, but in Florida it's a big thing, the lanai. He's screaming something. I don't understand it. You got to do your wifely duties? What the hell does that mean? You're not going to take the car. I need the car. You've only got one car? What? What? Okay, I'm watching this. She's screaming, he's yelling, it's abusive, it's terrible. Okay, I'm thinking, why am I watching this? Okay. It doesn't get violent, does it? No, good, good. Okay, good. I think I read something where he had announced his divorce prior to that. So there is this ring video. And I'm saying, how is this, how am I watching this on the Daily Mail? And apparently somebody somebody uh, released it. And the story is very, very simple. This is, and I'm, I'm just giving you the background. That's not important. Uh, the disturbing moment Stephen Crowder berates his heavily pregnant wife. This is the Daily Mail reports this. In the video obtained by journalist, okay, journalist Yashar Ali. How did he get this? And posted to Substack. 
The YouTuber, 35 years old, can be seen on shocking new ring footage, ring footage, laying into Hillary, his wife, as she struggles to stand while nearly eight months pregnant with twins. Now, I, I don't know if I saw her struggling to stand, but whatever. He bans her from using their only car to go sh- grocery shopping because it would mean he could not go to the gym and tells her to feed their dogs medicine that she feared would be toxic for their unborn children. And it goes on, and it goes on, and it goes on. And it is just absolutely... You, it's, it's, it's a guilty pleasure, and it's perfect. She snaps at him, uh, saying, your, your abuse is sick, uh, later backs down, and repeatedly tells him she loves him, while he continues to, to give it to her and lay into her, while smoking a cigarette. Oh, my God. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute, she's saying this? Does she know that? This is going to be interesting evidence. I don't know. It's only supposition. Who knows? It comes after Crowder revealed uh, that he and his wife filed for divorce in 2021. What's the hurry? And claimed he had been living with a proverbial boot on his neck for years. Okay. Very sad. Very, very sad. The ring footage... Ring gate, ring camera. Boy, aren't those things great? Isn't that a brilliant idea, ring camera? It was taken in uh, 2021. Shows Crowder sitting on their back porch or patio while smoking as she, wearing a shirt showing her distended bump, prepares to leave the house. As she reaches for the keys, it is reported that Mr. Crowder could be seen insisting that she not take their only car, saying... I drew a boundary. You are not taking the car. Okay. Could this be, in fact, some type of, uh, you know, gaslighting and uh, psychic uh, abuse? Could be. I don't know. I always say take everything with a grain of salt, cum grano salas, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. And then at some point, for reasons we will never understand, it gets better. For some reason, we bring in Candace Owens. And she and he, and I'll let you figure this out, how this works out. Uh, this, this, um, he makes a claim at some particular point that he believes this is, or could be tantamount to uh, some form of extortion. Extortion is a crime. You got to be very careful of that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, now, here is the question, and listen to this. And I'm going to try my best to explain this, and I want you to notice something. First, no matter how much I explain this, it's not going to matter, but I'm going to try. Number one, I don't particularly care about the incident underlying it. I care about the media reaction. That's number one. Let me say this again. Let me make this very, very clear. I hope nobody gets hurt. I hope everybody's happy. But I'm worried about stuff I think that my own life or or in the world that I think is more important than this. That's number one. Number two. People will say this. The only reason I'm even hearing about this is because of you. If you don't care about it, why are you talking about it? And I repeat, it's not the issue. It's the reaction to it. When I've talked about why are shows like, why was Jerry Springer so important? I didn't watch Jerry Springer. I don't care about Jerry Springer. No, 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 that's not the point. I'm asking, why do you think Jerry Springer? I don't watch cable. We're not talking about you. You're what? I'm not talking about you. You're not talking about me. How can you not be talking about me? This is about why I don't watch Jerry Springer. And that's the way that goes. And no matter how much you explain it, people will not say, I don't understand. You're saying you don't care about me? No. (laughs) Wait a minute. This is about me, isn't it? No, it's not about you. But I don't care about him. I don't care why you. 
doesn't matter about you. And, and that's another thing, too. That's this sense of entitlement. And it's really true. People will say, but I don't, but that's not important to me. I don't care about it. We're not talking about you. You keep telling me you're not talking about me. How can you not talk about me? I am the center of the universe. I'm the center of the universe. Okay. Number one. Number two. The world of social media, you've got to understand, like the wrestling promoters did in the old days, you've got the audience. What is it that they like? What is it that lures people in? What is it? What is it? Okay. We love to watch the easy to comprehend. We like to eat the obvious. How many times when you're at home and you want something to eat, I know you're different. How many times do most people say, I could make something easy. I could put together something healthy. But that takes too much work. Even though it be microwaving something. I'll take the chips or the cookies or whatever it is. Because it's easy, it's there, it tastes good, it's salty, it's fat, it's this and that. And I understand it. And it's simple. And that's that. Okay? That is exactly what is happening. That is exactly what happens. People do not care whatsoever about this thing that's actually good for them or all they care about is something very, very, even more simple. And that is, what is it that is the most pleasurable to me now? What is the most interesting? Let me back up a little bit. I mentioned Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer was an extension of professional wrestling. Jerry Springer was a work. Jerry Springer was an, was an angle. Jerry Springer was perfect. People love to say, oh, I don't watch that garbage. Again, it's always about them. Oh, I don't watch that. Well, we're not talking about you. What do you mean you're not talking about me? We're not talking about you. How can you not be talking about me? This is all about me. No, it's not about you. It's about other people. There is no such thing as other people. It's about me. Okay, we got to get past that. Because that, believe me, that's one thing you got to understand about social media. Because this is a unique group. They see things through their own eyes. And they love to feel imperious about the high standards they have for what is and isn't important. Now, again, remember, I'm not here to discuss Crowder or Owens. doesn't matter. I don't care who. It just so happens this is a story. There was another one a while back, and I watched this. I don't want to go into it. But it was a, a person on social media that everybody jumped on because it appeared to be, this is what we do. Very interesting. Next point. It's the pitchfork and torch crowd. What do you think it takes for people in our society today to react to a particular motivation or control? What do you think it takes? It takes nothing. I remember years ago, I got into this vicious, well, I shouldn't say vicious, but this rather loud argument with a woman who hated Nixon. And I said, okay. And I had no particular feeling one way or the other. I said, why do you hate Nixon? Because of Vietnam. I said, well, you know who's responsible for Vietnam? is Lyndon Johnson. She was a Democrat. No, no, it was Nixon. I said, well, Nixon ended the war. Now, Nixon escalated. There's no doubt about that. Nixon could have done a lot of things. He was negotiating North Vietnamese. I understand that. But it was really, I mean, you could even listen to McNamara. She wanted nothing to do with logic. What I had to say, it was only why. What was she doing? She was reacting to what other people said. Again, let's go back to where we started from. The crowd reacting to these things that are clearly specious. The group, you're in your group. You're in a group right now. You must show, for example, absolutely syrupy, saccharine devotion to Tucker Carlson as a genius, as the savior, as the... And he's very good. There's no doubt about that. But that's not a good enough. You've got to out-martyr other people in terms of what you feel. He is... Time out. 
somebody give you an example of this. Every people that I know who are really smart, I said, "You're falling for this. You're 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 into this Tucker thing a little too much. You don't understand what it is. This is not the end of civilization. This is not the end of Fox News. This is not the end of any of that stuff. What are you talking about? I I, I think it'd have been much better in terms of viewership." But now with the shareholders' derivative lawsuit, what are you talking about? They have no idea what they're talking about. The shareholders' derivative lawsuit. What lawsuit are you talking about? They don't even know anything about that. They know nothing about that. They just know that in their mind, that's their boyfriend and that's the way it's going to be. So there was a piece this morning. I was looking through Twitter and it was Tucker saying something like this. You know, whenever you get up and you realize that, and I'm paraphrasing, all we have right now is to be thankful for life. That's all that matters. Friends, family, life. This is an extension of the ones you've always heard, as long as you have your health. The stuff that's on coffee mugs, Lionel merch available, uh, of coffee mugs, buttons, greeting cards, as long as you have your health. But the almighty God, you know, that kind of thing, which is true. It's, it's true. If you're dead... Nothing matters. If you're in terrible health, that's true. I agree. But it's a truism. It's an absolute. It's obvious. But all of a sudden, somebody wrote, spot on 100% and said, this is, this is trite. It's anodyne. It's saccharine. Have you lost your mind? Why is, why is all of a sudden Tucker... I'm, I'm, I'm fascinating. Again, let me go back. The crown. The good guy. The bad guy. The heel. The baby face. Candace, who's the, who's the baby face? But there's really none here. It's a heel and real heel. Candace Owens is kind of like a, she's a baby face sort of. And Crowder's the heel for sure. Pregnant wife, he's smoking. Why oh, you can't take the car? I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, Gabriella Bennett. Thank you so much, Gabriella. This is for you, hand crepitations. Gabriella, thank you. If you have any questions, let me know. You go right to the front of the line, have some crumb cake. Thank you. Seriously. So when we're doing this, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking and saying, wow, this is amazing. Let me give you another example. Another example. And I, and I want you to listen to me. Because the, this is about human behavior. It's not the individual parties or issues or Tucker or Candace. I don't care about that. We learn from this. I have a friend of mine, a couple. Pain in the neck. Now they're... Everything's, it's, oh, the mask is stupid, this is stupid, the this is this, the blah, 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 and the, 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 they didn't the vaccines. And I said, well, you know, you know, that was a very serious thing. Well, and now, now they, they make Bobby Kennedy sound like, you know, like, like, a, like, like a walk in the park. Now they're all of a sudden, they're anti-everything. Okay, fine. Which is there, as far as I'm concerned, that's your right to do. A little bit more complicated than that. Okay. When COVID first was announced when we were first made aware of SARS-CoV-2, uh, coronaviruses, all this like all this business. There was a um, Facebook came up with these filters. You know the filters for your for your uh, your not your mugshot, your profile picture, and it has your picture with the filter. We got ours, and they're like this. And stay at home, save a life, which is great. That's terrific. They were in it 100%. Yes. Stay at home. Okay. The same people put like Ukraine filters, Je suis uh, Charlie. Remember Charlie Hebdo? Je suis. Somebody said thought it was Jesus. <laughs> Say, no. Whatever, wherever the crowd goes, they go. Crowder, Candace Owens, Tucker Carlson. Trump, Biden, whatever it is, Nixon, world, liberals. That is what I want to teach you. Do they really believe what they're saying? No. They want to be a part of their team. How many people have you, let me ask you something. What is the most annoying thing? Let's talk about what conservatives say. Oh my God. Do not call me a patriot. You're a great patriot. Wait a minute. Why am I a patriot? Excuse me. I'm an American. No, you're a patriot. I'm not doing anything patriotic. I'm not a patriot. I'm not a hero. 
And not everybody who dies is a hero. Don't get me started with that one, too. Don't get me started with that. You're a patriot. No, I'm not a patriot. You're a conservative. I'm not a conservative. I'm an American. You understand what that means? I'm an American. It's like when you play tennis. I'm a tennis player. These are the rules. Here's a constitution. Here's a rule book. Stop calling me that. Well, that's what we call each other. Stop it. Stop that. The Gadsden flag, live free or die. What does that mean? I don't know. Why do you have that out there? Why are you flying this thing? Because people that I know in my group, they, they say this. What does it mean? What do you mean, what does it mean? What does it mean? What is this? You got a snake that's chopped up. What, 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 what is this? Why do you say this? And people who are too much. So remember, that's that. Now, you can talk to people from the left. In their group. In their group. If I walked into a party, I would love, like you were walking into a yard. I would stand outside the party. I'd have Mrs. L film and say, now watch this. These are our liberal friends. And whatever. They're not even liberal. They're, they're whatever they are. And don't say woke anymore. Please, woke is done. But I would walk in and I would say, if we don't do something about climate change, the water is, you know what I mean? And they would say, yes. Have you met my friend? Hey, Jerry, how are you? And you know, a woman's right to choose. And I would say exactly what they are saying. Why? To fit in. And if a woman, the reproductive rights and climate change together, would you like another drink? Well, thank you. Why don't you, here's $20. Thank you. I'm fitting in perfectly. I'm saying what I have to say. I'm my friends who put that little filter on their Facebook. I've got a friend of mine who in his office, in front of his office, he has an office, he has an American flag with a Ukrainian flag. He took it down now. I don't have my little, this is my Dollar Tree. I love Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, Mrs. L will go to any Dollar Tree Dollar Tree, Dollar, used to be Dollar Tree, but Dollar Tree is the best. It's just, there's, I just love. And ladies in particular, anytime you need, a, you know, wrapping paper, St. Patrick's Day, birthday, Party City, another one too, love that. Don't ask me why. Why, why, why do I love parties? Mrs. L turned me on. Anyway, this is it. So I would say here, where's Ukraine? Roughly. You got that flag. Where is it? I don't know. Why? Because I'm just, in my group, I, this is a shibboleth. Do you know what a shibboleth is? It is a, it is a phrase, like open sesame. It's a, it's a phrase. Let me give you the actual, the best definition of this. Remember, always go to the definition. A shibboleth is a custom principle or belief Distinguishing a particular class or group of people, especially a long-standing one regarded as outmoded or no longer important. Uh, the majority, under the influence of vague 19th century shibboleths, under, understood him associated with blah, 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 blah. So it's this thing that you say. You say this. I have been before. We were in a wonderful place. There's a, there's a wonderful place in um, Washington. Uh, it's it's a Republican group. They got pictures of Ronald Reagan and Barry Goldwater and okay. Barry Goldwater. What? Okay, fair enough. Here's another one for you. You're gonna love this. Have you ever met? You don't know this. I happen to have, not so much anymore because I just, I can't take it anymore, access to a group of people, many of them in the uh, music business, many of them who are themselves very, very, once very big and in, and in, and in uh, very uh, big uh, name groups who would get together and they're walking around and they think they're rock stars. And they're playing Beatles. They, they jam. They're really good. I mean, they're actual great music. I don't want to mention a name, but if I mention some names, you would know them. 
and they're living in the 60s or something. It's weird. And the way they talk, hey, man, hey, what? Dig, you know, this cat, this what? You know, I played with this cat. You did. Okay, Myron, um, tell me about the cat you play with. And they're doing the, I'm a musician. I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm into this cat. I've got another guy who's in a Beatles tribute band, so help me God, has a Liverpoolian accent. Fakes it. It kind of slips up. And I, it, I, I want to scream, stop. Let's go back to what's going on. People react in groups. So right now, within social media, there's this, they're sitting back in their beanbag chair, swiping and seeing this Steven Crowder, Candace Owens, wife, ringtone, he's acting like an idiot, and everybody is weighing in, dissecting it. Okay. Again, I don't even care about that. Why are they doing it? Because it's easy to understand. Next point. Why do you think they do this on Twitter and some of these other, uh, not Twitter, but some of these other phone things? Why do they go like this with their finger? Why not shake it or turn it upside down? Why this? Psychologists, social engineers, they could have done anything. You could have just turned it upside down, turned it back up. Oh, no, no. This reminds you of what? What action does this remind you of? Why is it? What? Where have you seen the kinesthetic movement as a participatory aspect of a of a device. Where have you seen this before? Where have you seen this before? Where is there... They always... You can always push a button. Where did this come from? It's almost like... Wait a minute. This is, it's almost like a little rat in a maze pushing the button, doing something, not just sitting there, but actively doing something. What is it about kinesthetic movement? What is it about the fact that we, why do babies like to be rocked? Why is movement associated with something so important? Think about it. Why is this? When the the one-armed bandits, when slot machines came along, when casinos were constructed, Psychologists were a part of it. The lights, the sound, the smell. They would take stainless steel, surgical steel, these pans where all the money would fall, the, 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 the coins, the loud noise, and, and they would put that with the, light, with the light. All this stuff together would make people... What we're seeing is something which is so important. Listen to what I'm saying. People get pulled into something. They love to be a part of a group. And they love mean. One of the most important movies ever, Mean Girls. I think Tina Fey wrote it. Mean Girls. Absolutely, 100% beautiful. And don't think there's not mean boys. Don't think that for a moment. Understand how this works. Understand what we have here. This is something really critical. Now, Here's my next point, next chapter to today's discussion. It was I was looking at YouTube, social media, fascinate me. This morning there was a story on YouTube, and I love these little and and I and I do love these little animal dogs and puppies and you may have seen this one where there's a monkey, little chimp. Apparently reuniting with somebody it knew or knows and runs into their arms and hugs these people like you can't believe. Now remember, remember what monkeys do when they they can take off your face like that. I mean, they look cute, but they're very strong. But anyway, not to ruin the image. And they're running and they're hugging and they're kissing. It's wonderful. It's just wonderful. And animals, we love animals. There's just one. There's these these um, these dogs, these kind of uh, uh, work dog types, you know, the uh, border collies and that sort of herding. There's a little baby who's walking f- towards the door, and they're again one of these ring cameras or something. You're watching this, and the dogs are oh, no 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 no. It goes over and like pushes the baby back. And the baby's trying to get around the dog. And the dog's not the dog could crush the baby. 
But the, the, the dog is saying, oh, no, 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 you're not going to go out that door. No way. Uh-uh. And people love it. Oh, it's a dog. Okay, good. There was one today of these 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 uh, police in the UK trying to, this dog fell off a wall. and Okay, fine. Now, there was a picture the other day that I saw that I'll never forget. It was so poor, and I don't know the context. It might have been staged for all I know, but let me just explain it to you and then you can figure it out. It was a woman, a little, excuse me, a little, it was a girl. She could be 10, 11, 12, I don't know. At the border, apparently looked like a border, with her little baby sister. And she's protecting the babysitter, or baby sister, and appears to be by herself, looking like she was by herself. Alone, forgotten. Okay? It was horrible. Nothing. Eh, wait a minute. This is a human being. Yeah, I know, but the dog. The dog? You care more about a dog? Yeah. Wait a minute. You care more about a dog than a... Yeah. Oh my God. How's that? Just do. Years ago, there was a movie called Earthquake. Remember, remember the Irwin Allen series? If you're in my generation, they had Earthquake and Towering Inferno and all these, you know, Poseidon Adventure, all of these disaster movies. And um, I, th- I think it was uh, Earthquake, and this building fell in the movie. Collapsed. People are dead, squashed. And it sounded like that. And when they went... To, or, or, out, out of this rubble, people are like, eh. But out of the rubble, this little dog came up. Mm, mm, mm. And the entire audience went, oh. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. Even then I'm thinking, how does this work? What, what, wait a minute. Why does it, animals don't care more for the human than the dog? Unless they're so conditioned. I, I don't understand, I don't understand how this thing works. Look at the way people react. Now, right now, this is terrific. This is great because everybody is going through this Stephen Crowder, whatever this thing is. And and it's just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful story that is so terrific because it's so low-hanging fruit. It's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Perfect. It's incredible. And the reason why it's incredible is, of course, because the story is so obvious and it's so easy and there's nothing there's nothing to uh, to learn about. Okay. Next. Do you have friends of yours? Now listen to me very carefully, and I know you do. Do you have friends that you cannot discuss politics with or who have let you go? They do not want to talk to you anymore. You don't, you're not friends with them anymore. They don't want you in their life. They don't want you to be a part of their life. They don't want you anymore in their life. Has that happened to you? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, you do. I have friends we don't see anymore. Friends for years. Because of a political allegiance or alliance that they think, and it's nothing personal. Like that. They can't see through it. They can't say, well, you know, look, he may think like this, but I've known him for years. No. And I'm a hell of a friend. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Why do you think that is? It's this behavior part of it. It's this, I don't know what it is. It's this thing where people are so, it goes to to either the heart or the storyline. It's like wrestling. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, people that I know think that Fox News is going to collapse without Tucker Carlson, that it's done, it's finished. Nobody will watch Hannity anymore, nobody will watch Ingram or The Five 
or Dayside or in the morning. Or No, they're going to go to Newsmax or they're not going to watch anything anymore because of Tucker, who's gone at 8 o'clock. They're done. They're, they're so angry. People believe that, that they're not going to watch. People say, you know what? I don't care. Sorry, Ainsley and Ducey and uh, sorry, uh, what your who's it's and uh, nope, that's it. Uh-uh. Gone. Finished. It's ridiculous. No way. They did. They said the same thing with uh, Bill O'Reilly. Who? See? But there's a, but Bill O'Reilly left before the internet and before social media. Social media is its own, its own power system, its own, its own, uh, inertial system. It's not going to happen. Not even remotely close to it happening. But they believe this and they love to meet other people and convey through either liking a video, liking a post, commenting on it. And if you ver- verify or uh, veer from it, you're no good. And I, of course, am attracted to that like you can't believe. I immediately immediately go in and say, I know exactly what you're going to do. And I drive people crazy with this thing called the truth. They want to know the truth. They think they like the truth, but they really don't. They don't particularly care for it. Let me give you a story. This is also something which is very, very important. And people must understand this. There is a, uh, a young lady by the name of Abby Grossberg. You know who she is? Abby Grossberg is the woman who is suing Fox News and Tucker, among other things, which is another huge reason for the problem. And I want to read something to you. This is what I wrote, and I tried to warn people, and and again, people are going to get upset because, well, they just do. And that's the way that works. Memo to Abby Grossberg. Listen carefully. Be very careful not to be played and used and exploited by people who don't care anything about you or your cause or your claim or your or any indignity or pain that you alleged uh, that you alleged uh, uh, to have suffered. You are their ticket and the connection point to embarrassing groups of people who have been targeted by groups of people who you will never know or understand or be able to identify. Don't be one of the countless people used and exploited and then forgotten. Do you remember Christine Blasey Ford? If you don't remember, she was the flavor of the month and was uh, used and propped up and promoted and paraded when now Justice Kavanaugh was being pilloried during his confirmation hearing. They promised her the world. They treated her like a saint and almost a rock star. And not the martyr who may, who many consider now to be. Martyr, and understand what you have to be to be a martyr. When she didn't deliver, she was rejected and abandoned. These people don't care about you. They care about themselves and their cause. And the ultimate objective, just remember that. Now, this is the God's honest truth. You know it, I know it, it's the truth. But that is contrary to the official narrative. And because it's contrary to the official narrative, people don't want to hear that stuff. This is the scrum. You live in a world now where social media changes the dynamic of everything. I cannot put that into action or phrase it any other, any way differently than this. We have an election going on right now. And it right now will be 2024. Who is going to be, my first question, who is going to be the Republican nominee? Who? Let me ask you this question. Not whom do you want? Who will be the nominee? Who will be the nominee? Who will be the nominee? Again, not not what you want, not what you like, whom you're voting for. Who? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. And the Republicans are going, oh my God. There is no, right now you're seeing DeSantis and he's cratering and he hasn't even done anything yet. They can't stand him. He, he's getting, this is what I told you. 
about who he was. Does it work? And I don't think necessarily Trump would be the best candidate at all. I think it's like, oh no, here we go again. I don't even know if he wants it. I really don't even know. I, I don't feel like he really wants it. I think he wants to be Trump. I think he wants to be he wants to be in the in the thick of it, but but I don't really know if he looks at the White House and says, Boy, I want to get back to that. Okay, that's number one. Number two, who's going to be the nominee? Democratic. That's tough. The smartest thing would be Gavin Newsom. But let me tell you something, and I tell my Republican friends this, and they don't want to listen to me. The plan is to get Kamala Harris in office. Kamala Harris. They're telling you. They are telling you what they're going to do. They're not making any bones about this. And because you might say, well, that's ridiculous. I don't care what you think. No, no, you don't understand. No, she laughs too much. I don't care what you think. No, 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 no. No, she's not. No, she's not a serious candidate. You don't think she's a serious candidate. No, 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 no. You wait. You don't understand how this thing works. You don't get it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You don't get it. This is a different story. This is different than anything you have seen. What you think and what you want has nothing to do with what they're doing because your focus is not on trying to decipher what the Democratic National Committee or the DNC or the Dems are doing. You're, you're looking at it through the, through the social media lens of what you want, of what you see, what, what, what your friends want you to say. You would never say what I'm saying to your friends. Never, because you would be, you would be ousted. And you, you will, just like you're at a party, you always say the same thing. They are doing something right now, which, in fact, the, uh, the New York Times said it, where they said, very interesting, they said, um, we're going to redefine what the president does. The president doesn't have to necessarily have press conferences and interviews to be the president. And they're going to make some kind of a historical comparison to FDR or uh, Wilson or whoever it was. They're going, to actually, they're going to actually try to do that. They're going to actually try to do that. And it's not going to work, but they're going to try. But Democrats, going back to them, what do they say? Let's go back to the original. Remember the murmuration of the crowd. What do Democrats say? Democrats stick together. They say, we're going to vote for the Democratic nominee. You want Biden? We'll vote for Biden. It's not Trump, right? No. Well, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Well, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's old. Yeah, whatever. He may not have his fastball. Okay. Gavin Newsom will make more. Okay, fine. Gavin Newsom. We'll do it. AOC is not going to say anything. Democratic donors are right into this. Not the Republicans. No, 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 no. They got Marjorie Taylor Greene. Did you hear what Marjorie Taylor Greene said? Well, you're not a mother. Did you hear that? Stupid. Stupid, 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 stupid. Unforced error. Why would you say that? Why would you tick off and insult the adopted community? See, this is, this is the part I don't understand. They're so... Why would Marjorie Taylor Greene show up in New York with a bullhorn and look like some crazy woman in a scrum in a riot for the... What? And then turn around and tell you, New York, ah, your city smells and it stinks. Where is this from? How does this work? It makes no sense to me at all. And I'm also going to tell you one more thing. And this is about, this is litigation. Whether it's uh, Tucker, whether it's uh, Trump, whether it's whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Unless you're in that courtroom, and unless you see the witnesses, unless you see how it works, you don't know anything. But let me tell you something. I saw Abby Grossberg and her lawyer, and my heart dropped for old uh, Tucker. If any of this. The first thing is, does this come across as even remotely true? Does this come across as remotely true? Watch that testimony. Forget what you think. Look what they think. And one more thing. The cross-examination of the putative victim in the uh, Jean Carroll case, where they're asking her about, well, did you scream Did you during this alleged attack? I can't even say enough how stupid that is. I can't even say. I, I, I don't even, the words don't 
describe. So that means that this is the kind of judgment we're seeing here. Let's go back to this. If 10%, 10% of what Abby Grossberg is alleged, what she is alleging, if it's true, if 10% is true as to what it was like to work at Fox and what this one said, I would have fired everybody there to who even, who saw this and didn't do anything because in our world today, in our zeitgeist, you don't do this. Period. I don't, I, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to say it. We live in a world right now, again, let me go back where we live in our little, our little goldfish bowl, our little social media world where we talk to each other. Tucker's great, isn't he? He's wonderful. He, he's right, isn't he? Of course. Fox News is going to fall apart, without a doubt. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's beautiful. Trump is great. We're going to win. And we talk about this stuff. There are people still talking about pronouns. They're talking about pronouns. They're talking about Dylan Mulvaney as a serious issue. This is, this, this is it. Because the people who are programming... I guess Fox News, which is still the singular most important Republican platform, are still talking about issues that are, going back to what I said initially, easy to understand, easy to grasp, nothing deep. You want to talk about budget battles? Oh, good luck with that one. You want to talk about what's going on with uh, the Sudan? Who? The Sudan? Not even close. What's that about? I don't know. Is there anything about it? No. I don't know. Do you think Americans are going to want to go look for where is Sudan? Who are the warring part? What is that? How long has that been going on? Who are the people? No, not interested. Not interested. Know the scrum. Know how this works. I can't say it enough. Period. All right? Okay. I want to thank you for watching. Please subscribe to Mrs. L at Lynn's Warriors on YouTube. Do it right now. Immediately. Follow her also on Twitter at Lynn's Warriors. I'm at Lionel Media. Oh, we got some good stuff there. And we have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your following. Thank you for your open mind. Thank you for your thank you for your wisdom. Because that's what we're gonna need. And judgment. Not intelligence. Wisdom. Judgment. Believe me when I say this. We'll see you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, eight AM Eastern time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead, the show's over, sue ya. Ta-ta.